So the podcast is really rolling now, and enough so that we have our first sponsor. Our first sponsor ever of the Blacktop Banter podcast is Stencil Plus. So I use Stencil Plus with my business. Um, they made a handicap logo for me, amongst other custom logos and different things for me as well. They have the lowest price guaranteed. Guaranteed. They have free shipping on all orders over $50. You can have a free company logo stencil made. Free. And they have lots of cool social media stuff going on. They're always interacting. There's thousands of stencils to choose from. And they can create anything if they don't have it already. So if you have something very custom you want made, they will work with you. And they listen to their customers' needs of what they want and what they need to work with. So the other thing that I'm super hyped about is that listeners of this podcast, Blacktop Banter, can get a discount code for 10% off their entire order. The code is BB10. So when you go there and put in your order for two grand or more or whatever, and you check out, use the code BB10 and you'll get 10% off that entire order. Go and check out what Stencil Plus has. You can go to any of their social media. They're on all of them. Or you can go to stencilplus.com today and check them out. Well, I get asked fairly often about one of our crack sealant melters, and that melter is our Rye 30 from Rhino Works. Rhino Works, if you don't know already, they design and manufacture portable crack sealing equipment. So they're the industry's first equipment designer slash manufacturer to build DF, direct fired crack sealing equipment, with an internal burner. The equipment melts rubber faster, and I can attest to that. It uses less fuel, which I can attest to, and the flameouts are very minimal. Not saying they don't happen, but they're very, very minimal compared to putting your torch in and the wind blowing and, and blowing it out. So it the reliability is a major upgrade from what we used to have. It's a proud company. Rhino Works takes a lot of pride, and I know from speaking with them, at multiple occasions on their products being built on the contractor's feedback. And I know they took some of mine and took some other contractors feedback and really put into some new products that are coming out. So if you get a chance, get, get where you can check them out. You know, they're on social media, which is great. And they're always developing and trying to change the way that things have been done for a while. Now the safety the reliability, your production increase, and how easy they are to use are at the foundation of what Rhino Works creates. So if you're looking to replace a unit or if you've had one for a while and you want more productivity, I would check them out because you could add one to them for similar costs to what you would your old ones or replacing that old one. Be sure to check them out at rhinoworks.com, and that's spelled out R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. Once again, R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. And if you need any references or if you need to ask me any questions, you always can. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Let's get rolling.
Welcome back to Blacktop Banter. I'm Marvin, and we got one shout-out right away. So we've been doing shout-outs. This one's outside of our industry, which I love. Um, this comes from at Percy the Pianist. And uh, I said pianist, like piano, just in case you were wondering. And he's on Instagram, and uh, he was giving me a shout-out, said he watched the, uh, the, the last podcast or listened to the last podcast, and he had a recommendation for us. Um, he's like, you know, you got to get whiteboards, man. Whiteboards make me productive because he produces music, makes music, and uh, they keep him productive. And then I showed him all of our whiteboards, like you can see behind me right there. And if you're watching on Instagram, or I mean on uh, YouTube, but for the podcast viewers, you're going to have to go check that out yourself. But ours are full, and uh, we use them to stay on track. And I thought, man, who have I talked to recently that I know seems to be on track? And uh, with that, I need to introduce our guest for the day, second guest, my man, Dom. Dom, you want to introduce yourself, tell everybody your name, your business, and uh, <clears throat> we'll break into uh, how you started doing your business, all that stuff, man. Yeah, sure, man. So, Dom Manzo, everyone knows me with Local Seal Coatings, my, my seal coating company, and I'm based out of Long Island, New York, uh, born and raised here, and uh, I got a beautiful family at home. Wife, two kids, one on the way. Super excited about that. <laughs> Super excited to be here with you, my brother. No worries, man. And um, I can't wait to get this going and and and, and do this. So tell us about uh, local. How you got started? I know uh, you're firefighter, man. And uh, tell us kind of about that about that blend, about that whole thing, and how local got rolling. So yeah, so you know, I I chased my dream to be a, to be a fireman since I was 18 years old. I wanted to be a New York City firefighter. And, you know, I guess for some reason throughout the course of 10 years, applying to different agencies, going to the city, taking tests, it, for some reason, something kept help holding me up to the process and I couldn't figure out why. So while I was going through that process, I was, you know, in Long Island, New York, you know, volunteer, volunteer fire departments are, are, you know, the way we, the way we serve our communities. Right. Yeah. So I, Yep. So I joined the volunteer fire problems. I said, you know what? Let me see if I'm even any good at this. Let me see if this is going to fit into into me, into my livelihood. So that's how. So I started volunteering my time, and and I loved it. And and you know, I just ate it up, and I learned so many lessons from from being a fireman. You know, and but my biggest thing is I love to help people. You know, that's I love to help people in life. I think and, that's why we I, connect, man. Yeah, you know, and I think that's what attracted me the most out of it. I didn't know it at the time. You know, you see, you, know, you want to be a fireman, you want to be a superhero, but really deep down inside, I just want to help people. Yeah, bro. you know, I, I love helping people, and, and yeah. that's what makes me feel happy. Yeah, you know, yeah. that that's what that's what was really attracting me, and I, and I didn't know that. So then, throughout you know, throughout my journey, throughout throughout the years of just constantly getting knocked down and just failure after failure after failure, but keep pushing. I kept pushing. I kept pushing. Sure, because I, you know, that was my dream. I wasn't going to give up. Right. Right. So, you know, and, you know, after about 10 years, you know, I hit the age cap. I couldn't, I couldn't apply for the job anymore. Right. You know, so yeah. now I'm like, what am I going to do, man? Like, <laughs> like hit rock bottom, was depressed. I was so sad. So, you know, I, I just recently lost my dad. He was 57 when he died. He had a brain aneurysm. But right Damn, before he sorry, died, bro. he, my father, you know, he, my father was an entrepreneur. My father was a 7-Eleven franchisee. Really? And yeah. Damn, so I bro. actually, I've been around business, you know, my whole life, but never, it never really clicked for me. Right. You know? So before my father passed away, my father had a big influence in the community and he got me in with the town that I lived in, the, the, the highway department. Sure. So, you know, I said, all right, this is my last opportunity. So now I'm telling myself. 
this is my last opportunity. I'm just going to make the best of it. Right, right, right. right. So I didn't know I was on the back of a garbage truck, really, <laughs> throwing stuff in a garbage truck for my first couple months. Right. I'm like, you know, this, this can't. And I'm saying to myself, this cannot be. This cannot be where I'm going. Like nothing against the job, great people, amazing people that amazing friends I still connect with. But I just said I was saying to myself, like, this is it. Come on, Dom. You've been chasing these dreams your whole life, dude. I know that and, feeling. Yeah, man. You know, and it was, it was, you know, it, it knocked me down a little bit. But you know, push came to shove. I just worked hard. I said, you know what? If I'm gonna be on this garbage truck, I'm gonna work my tail off. Yeah, and be the best. Best guy in the garbage truck. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I did. But my hard work <laughs> paid off. You know, my hard work paid off. And I got noticed by the asphalt crew. So, you know, <laughs> town, they have, they do the in-house paving. Oh, sure. And, you know, they, you know, they, they have a lot of pride in their paving. Yeah. Um, at the time that I got in there. So they picked me up to see your guys. They, they were saying, right, this guy's a hard worker. Let's try him out, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the, you know, the younger guys on the crew is like, oh, we need help. We need help. You know, let's find a hard worker. They're like, this, this kid can work hard. Let's try him out. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do it. How old know? were you, Dom? How old were you when, they, when that happened? Uh, I think I was like, I was 25 okay. when it happened or All 26 right. when All right. it started happening. Yeah, so yeah. jumped on the PAVE crew and I don't know, man, it was weird. weird. I just like fell right into the groove, man. Just fell right into the groove. and. I enjoyed it. Cool. So, like, like I, I remember my first day uh, on a shovel, just a shovel man, you know. But I wanted to do everyone else's job. I'm like, you know, let I me try to, this. Let me try that. Let me do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me try. Let me try. So they saw that because I, I had an interest in it. I wanted cool. to try things that no one else wanted to try. Right. You know. Yeah. So then that's what I did. And I just, I just kept that attitude and kept working hard. And I just, you know, I became really good friends with the, the operator of the machine. And I just kind of. He became my mentor, mm-hmm. and I just I just pushed through every position. I said, "Listen, I want to be on top of that machine one day." He goes, "No problem, dude." He goes, "But you're gonna have to, you know, you get to jump on that thing." Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything you got to put in your work, bro. Before you can get up here, because one day it's gonna come down to it, Dom. You're gonna have to be up here. You have to be able to jump off and shovel and rake and show the boys what's up. And that's where this lesson comes in, Dom. I said, "All right, I go. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna work my tail off." So. For eight years, I just grinded out with them. And, you know, it came to a point where I just couldn't wait to go back to work the next day because I wanted to learn more and pay. Yeah. Just, just me. So now what, I didn't even realize what was happening. I'm actually finding a new path in life. And I didn't even realize it was, I was unfolding the way it did, you know? Yeah. Could be the right because, path, though, because it felt so it, good, you know? You know right, that when you hit those paths it, and they feel good, you're like, man, this feels right, you know? Sometimes, yeah, but some, sometimes you don't – you're not able to – to um see, see what it is happening. i know yeah, yeah because yeah. like until like what happened with me was until i i had an opportunity and i actually jumped on it and it worked for me yeah n- now i can see opportunity that that's in front of me now right and chase it but i right. wasn't able to do that before right because I, I i didn't even know how to achieve anything sure sure, you know? sure i was just i kept i kept failing i kept failing i kept failing i never succeeded at anything right right so you know, it, it took a long time for me to understand even how to recognize opportunity in my life. Yeah, right, you know? right. And then once I was able to recognize opportunity, then the door started opening. Right, right. But, you know, so to go back, so then eight years, I grinded it out. Finally, you know, one day they're like, all right, kid, jump on top. Paper's yours today. And, you know, I was I was really like in my glory. Yeah. So so then it transpired. You know, it was like people were like, hey, Don, listen, you know, I have a problem with my driveway at my house. You come take a look at it. I'm right. Like, yeah, sure. No problem. Let me come take a look at it. And then friends and family just started unfolding, right? Yeah. Just started helping them. And then one day my wife was like, hey, you know, you're pretty good at this. And you're starting to like 
get business. Like, why don't you open up your own company? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I'm capable of that. You no, know, because I had so much failure yeah, before dude. that. It, I was scared. It's a fear of the unknown too, dude. Yep. You know, and 100%. dude, a lot of times that that block you put up in your mind only exists there in your mind, dude. And it's yep. a lot of times it's a hundred times worse in your mind than it could ever be in real life. You know, but you don't know that it's the unknown. So you got to take that little bit of step and jump off that edge. And once you do, dude, you're like, dude, the water's kind of nice. Like it gets choppy no once it gets choppy no. once in a while, no. but it's kind of nice. You know what I mean? So <laughs> keep sure. keep going. Tell us that once you started local, then what happened? So so when I so then I said, all right, I'm gonna start a business. How how can I now? Like I'm thinking, how can I brand myself? What's gonna what's gonna separate me from everyone else? You uh -huh. know, like I don't want to just be Dom's asshole. Dom Silco, I made that mistake. I made that mistake early on, bro. Right. So, you know, that went through my mind. And of course, like I, I jumped on the internet, jumped on YouTube. Like I, I came across you, hey. you know, and, and your work. And, and I just started just started following people. And I don't want to say talking, but I was kind of just like, in, it's you know, called learning, bro. Learning, we don't right? have, we don't so, have, we don't have very many textbooks, bro. So you got to absorb right. it so, online. Exactly. But because of the social media and the internet it, it allows you to get exposed to not just people in your in your tight area not just people around i was able to see people all over the country right 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 yeah. and all over the world yeah so i was able to see what was working so i said you know what i want to be a local kid i want people to trust me so then local came into my head sure you know and you know you know by me you know it, you get separated in my community you're a local or you're not a local. Right. That know? makes sense. Yeah. So, and then it all clicked in my head. I said, listen, let me, let me be local. Let me put myself on the higher the local guy, what higher the local kid. They'll be able to trust yeah. me. Right. Yeah. And that's where it came from. Right? Cool, man. I, wrote, I, I just wrote it down on a piece of paper. I said, man, that looks cool. Yeah. Let's go with it. You know, and yeah. that's how it happened. Dude, man. all it takes is believing in something a little bit. And when your heart, when you set on it and you're like, yeah, I'm believing in this, then all of a sudden things start coming together and, I couldn't imagine now, and I imagine you can't imagine now, me having any other name for my business than Wisco. Like, it's that's got to be it. So then when I think yep. of you, I think of local every single time. And I can't imagine the logo being any different. I can't imagine right. the name being any different. You know, I, you, <laughs> right? we, we both rock hats a lot, and you like your bill yep. flat a little bit. I can't imagine I seeing it. local on anything but a flat <laughs> bill brim, brim, bro. I love it. So I love it. Uh, the, the one thing that I – that I always get questioned about is how do I start? And then when I do start to give people advice, there's a million questions, bro. They don't. And my biggest thing is you just have to figure out a way to get sealer on blacktop, patch in holes and paint on lines. That's it. Like all the specifics, you're going to overthink it. And if you overthink it, you're just going to start stubbing your toe, dude. You're not going to jump into that water because you're really overthinking it. Worry about getting that done first and then start learning about different equipment and different specifics and different techniques. And I think that's the big thing, dude. I think that's a big jump right there is like you said, you know, you just decided, yo, I'm going to start this business. That's how we do it. I know how to do the stuff somewhat. We'll worry about everything else once we get rolling. And you got to get some money coming in, dude, if you're going to upgrade equipment. So let's go ahead and start getting some work done. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. I think, I think that's the main belief, but as of local right now, um, I kind of want to round this out into our topic um, as far as staying on track. So local started going. You started getting work, started doing things. Did you go full-time 
right when you started local or did you work on the crew and then kind of ease in or yeah. ha- have you tell me tell me how that happened that transition yeah, no no i just i was i was hustling man you know like i i was so uncertain about where it was going to go yeah and and you know for me and my wife like you know taking care of our family is so important and, and taking risk what it, it just taking risk for me and my wife as a team was, was not, we weren't comfortable with it. We both had union jobs. Uh-huh. You know, we were set, uh-huh. we were set in that course of life. But were you happy? You know? But were you happy? Were, were you I, fulfilled? I I was. Fulfilled. I thought I was. Fulfilled. I thought I was happy. I was not fulfilled. Right. Now that I see where I'm at now, I wasn't fulfilled. Man. Yeah. I, I thought I was happy because, you know, everyone's saying I was doing great. I had a great future plan. Everything was planned and set up. So yeah. I thought I was happy. But that's the world. That's society's box, bro. Exactly. But inside, deep inside of me, dude, right. like for some reason, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I just, I could feel it. I was still unhappy. I still had my bad nights. I still, I was still getting depressed and down on myself. I was still had that inside of me. So I knew something wasn't, I knew it's, I wasn't on my path. I'll yet, t- yeah. You know? What I always recognize that is people that look at their self a lot like you and I do I know we connect that way I I feel like if I don't re- if I don't reach my full potential I'm selling myself short dude I do not want to be an old man and know that I sold myself short on, on my full potential you know so that's what that feeling is when you're like there's something deep down man what what the heck yeah. is it and that's what it is and dude if you if you fulfill that on even a small scale that feels way better than doing what the world or society has said is success on a large scale. You, all of a sudden, that that starts a kindle, dude, a fire, you know. And once you started that with local, how'd that feel, dude? Yeah, man. I mean, that felt it was. It's it's just kind of setting in now. I'm not gonna lie to you, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, I I actually feel like I'm free. Yeah, if that makes sense to you, it like, does. I'm actually I'm free. I'm happy, and I can live my life how I want to live my life. Now. Exactly, bro. Exactly. You know, and, and, and I, before I was just living, I was living, you know, the rat race, man. Yeah. I, I thought I was, but I knew I wasn't happy, Right. but I, I would have never, ever, ever. If people say, you know, you know, I want to feel that. How do I feel? It? Listen, you got to take, take risks, take chances on yourself, push yourself to un- uncomfortable territory. Yeah. I'm saying this because that's what it took for me to, to feel. It does. Way. It does. You know, it, it, it didn't just happen. I, it would have never happened if I didn't try, if I didn't yeah. say something, if I didn't, if I didn't create this opportunity that I have, yeah. if I didn't go for it, you almost this never happened. You almost have to unlearn what you've been taught is the, the steps of the ladder. You know what I mean? You almost have to unlearn that, dude. It's like, no, dude, it ain't even a ladder. This is a rope that you just got to get on and climb up. Do you remember that rope in the gym, dude? When you're yeah, in gym you're, class, you're gonna slide down a little bit, man. You're yeah, gonna your down. hands are gonna burn. Grip, grip tighter, grip yep. tighter. Yep. Go one you more ju- higher. You just want to get your feet to the Come next on. knot, dude, so you can exactly. take a break a second. I'm not gonna. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I really only made about three feet off the ground when that thing happened, bro. <laughs> and it it wasn't because my arms was weak. It was because my body was big. But that's what we're gonna say, bro. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> So no, no, dude, I, I can't even see it in my mind every day when I'm weak, bro. No. Uh, so, so now that locals doing their thing, you, I imagine you started, um, doing, you know, driveways and, you know, doing seal coat and small and then doing a little bit of patchwork and then a little bit of stripe work and then sub some of that stuff out and then started taking it on a little bit. I seen a video of you plate compacting around some, yeah. 
sewer drains and manhole lids the other day. Um, uh -huh. You guys had your dump trailers there and stuff, bro. And uh, I really liked that video, by the way. I thought it was put, put together good. Um, that that transition to getting to where you have a regular schedule, you have regular clients now, and you start putting that schedule together and keeps going. Um, how do you? We're gonna go to the topic of the day, man, because that transition's good. Um, sure. Whiteboards. I use whiteboards. I didn't always use whiteboards. I use a tablet and you know, a piece of paper. Not actually a tablet like kids have nowadays, bro, but an actual pen and paper. You know, I use that before I started doing that. But now that I got a, a team and we started a team here, um, I want them to see what's in here too, bro, so that it's so that they're thinking that stuff too. We have a schedule, a whiteboard schedule, which just broke down by the month, what we're going to do each day, what job it is, what I have to do that day. And then we have the other whiteboards um, behind me that have goals, you know, all of our goals. I want them to see that. And then I want if somebody's on my team and they have a goal man, throw that up there so that we can get you to your goal, too, man. It's not all about me or Wisco. We're trying to build a legacy and it's going to take yep. a it's going to take a team. I don't mind leading. I don't want to be the boss, bro. I want to be the leader. And there's a big, big, big difference in that, I think. Uh -huh. So um, we use whiteboards to stay on track. The other thing is I text a lot, dude. I, I text my team, my guys. Um, but I also want to keep them involved by telling them what projects entail, even if I'm just bidding them, because I want them to kind of get that thing thinking to, you know, of uh, what we're going to need, what we're going to do. But 100%. for me, the whiteboards are a big thing. So Percy, the the Percy, the piano player, um, he, uh, he hit the nail on the head. He hit the nail on the head from, for me, dude. Um, when he said whiteboards, I showed him, I'd sent him pictures. It was on Instagram. I'm like, dude, I'm loaded with whiteboards, bro. So what about you as far as uh, local, what do you, what do you use as far as getting on track with the project? And then we'll talk about staying on track if it's a larger project, but as far as about getting on track, as soon as you get a call, and they're like, yo, this is so-and-so. I need this at this address. Um, how do you – what happens after you get that call, that first lead? So, yeah, like this is something that I've been learning. Uh, but if you, if you – if anyone that knows me sees me, I'm constantly writing stuff down. I have notes everywhere. It, yep. it doesn't stop. I have a notepad with me at all times. If mm -hmm. you look behind me, you'll see my calendar on the wall. Yeah. You know, that's just my win-loss calendar. Like I judge my days on wins and losses. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's something that really keeps me on track and I stay honest with myself. So, you know, every day that I, that I, I live my life and I go through my day, I, yeah. I give myself a win and a loss. And if I can string enough wins together, that's a win. Know, I'm doing good. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's what, one of the tools that I do use yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis. And yeah. I have that multiple. That's how you get to the playoffs, bro. That's how yep. you get to the playoffs. hundred percent. And I have that in my office. I have that downstairs in my kitchen on a whiteboard mm -hmm. that me and my wife share. Uh -huh. And I even incorporate it into my, so what I do is. To stay on track, I, I make it a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. I, I, I keep myself on track. I keep, I try to keep my family on track. And yeah. I also, you know, so downstairs in our kitchen, we have a whiteboard. Yep. We have our win and loss calendar and we do it as, as a family. Cool. Right? And we'll do win and loss together. And it helps with my kids too. And my kid like that, you know, I think I won my day today, dad. And I keep my kid on track, but it helps me stay on track. Yeah. And then if I had, if we're all on the same, like I don't have a team of, a huge team of employees. So yeah, I, I don't either, dude. Dude, I got keep myself three. On track. Yeah. 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 So, and that brings another thing into that. I, that's how I blend my family and my work together. So, that's a major see, key. That's a major key, yeah. bro. That's major and key. And if, if they see what goes through my head every day and, and, and what my goals are, it helps 
them help me achieve my goals. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course. that's so that's what we do. We've been working on that together, and it's been working pretty good. But like like I said, my planner's in front of me at all times. I always have a notepad. So as soon as I get that call, yep, um, for a potential job, I, I I I automatically try to make a connection with my with my customer. So for us, we do that same kind of thing. It, it goes in. We have. You can't really see it behind me, obviously, on the podcast, but I'll point to it in the video. They're right there. They're slots. And all those slots, as soon as we get a call, it goes to the lead slot. Boom. And then I'll write up a work estimate for that. It goes into the estimate slot. Once I'm ready to go for my day, I'll schedule which ones I want to do on my loop, on my route. We'll take those. We get we, I get rolling. I get in the truck. Go hit all those. They'll come back to completed estimates another slot and there they sit until we get a call saying yeah or an email or whatever saying yeah we want this to roll then they go into jobs to do so once they go on the jobs to do then we're ready to put them on the board and get everything going for it and that gets us there um you know we i like your uh, i was talking i really like listening to your win loss board um and i said dude that's how you get to the playoffs so for me i, I like to think of it that way because you know the the days the regular season games uh, you know, you can lose a preseason game and it's not a big deal, bro. And uh, some of those are the learning ones, but the regular season games are your driveways, man. They're your small parking lots. And then if yep. you get to some medium ones, those are the playoffs. Like, dude, we got to win this because if we don't win this, the call coming from the Super Bowl ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? We got to win these. We got to make sure. And it doesn't just stop at doing the job. It also is marketing the job that you did. Use yeah, that. Yeah. Put that in your arsenal, man. That's your weapon. Yep. They do. That's your that that's your playbook, bro. You know the X's and O's. And dude, they haven't seen this play before. And you go yep. do this parking lot and offer them to do uh, electric parking stencil or something like that. That's that trick play, bro. That's the flea flicker, yep. man. You know. So you don't want to be throwing hail marys, dude. You want to be using your brain to keep pushing the ball down the middle. And then all of a sudden, you hit enough wins. You get enough playoff wins. You don't make it to the Super Bowl every year, bro. But sometimes you make it to the big dance. And then when you hit the big dance, um, you know, there's been times like when you've seen the playoffs where people got steamrolled. And you know why they got steamrolled? Because the other team had cold feet. They said, you know, we want to get to the dance. But they weren't sure that they could win the game. Dude, if you get right. in there, you should be using those playoff games, which are the, the medium, good-sized jobs, to get you to the big one. I, In my brain, I think we're in the minor leagues still. You know what I mean? So I'm winning I'm winning Super Bowls, but dude, it's like the XFL Super Bowl, bro, you know, or like arena arena football or 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 a national championship in college. That's not somewhere, bro. You do. So so, you know, for me, uh, some I'm a pro playing in that league and I'm just waiting for my call up to the majors, dude, you know. And uh that's I think that you you hit the nail on the head with the wins, thinking about it like, dude, we got to we got to make sure we win every day. And a playoff game in a regular season game look exactly the same, you know, but the the opponent's a little bit different. So once you, once you get to where you're on a bigger project, Dom, uh, how do you get people to stay on track? Because we're, you know, I'm asking you because we're peers. I have one that's going to be stretched out probably a good seven days this year. And our biggest stretch so far has been probably three or four days. And, uh, I hope that was a job, man, that called. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I hope um, that 
I can get some advice from you because our biggest one has been three to four days so far. If we got to stretch to a big one, or if you haven't done a big one a week long, how would you go about it? Because I want to know how to, once you get on a track or get on what you're doing, how do you plan to, or how do you keep you, your couple guys and everybody motivated and keep things organized for that project as far as costs and everything else? Yeah. So, so like the way I do it now, like I really haven't had a job that lasts seven days, but I'm constantly looking ahead to the next move. Okay. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to prepare myself two moves ahead. Yeah. 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 Right. So if I need to stay ahead of the game, mm-hmm. my guys, sometimes I'm, I'm telling my guys, listen, we're going to do this, this way, this, that way, but they don't, you know, I'm already thinking three heads, three steps ahead. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 So I, 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 I constantly push myself to, to level up and yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. Like that, that's what I do right now. And you know, the biggest thing for me and my guys is repetition. You know, we, I try to get them into, you know, keeping the tools a certain way and doing things a certain way and just, and just doing the small fundamental things the right way. Yep. So that as the bigger responsibilities come into play, they're prime. You don't got to worry about that little stuff. They're primed, ready to go. Yep. And now we can take this on. And it, it's a team operation. Man. Yeah, like, of we're, course. We're going to learn this together. Yeah. You know, but we have to grind. We have to hustle. And the biggest thing is just I set goals. I'll set daily goals. I'll set weekly goals. And I'll tell and if I have a small crew at the time or even myself, myself, mm-hmm. say, listen, all right, Bob, this is the goal you have to achieve for today. This is the goal you need to achieve for the week. Yep. Right. Yep. And these are the, sometimes I'll have three goals for the day. You know, yeah. I need to be here at midday. I need to be here for the evening. Yeah. And then this is going to set us up for tomorrow morning, which is going to set us up for the next day and the next day. So I'm constantly setting goals for myself. Constantly reaching to achieve the next level and the next step. That's what I do. I'm just I'm just constantly pushing myself. And if, if I don't do that, I, I actually get upset with myself because I feel like I'm going backwards or I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting stagnant. Yeah. You know? So I have to constantly push myself to a new goal or or uh, or just some, some to the next level. I just I constantly push myself. And yeah. my wife's like my wife's like, Tom, you know. You need to you need to stop thinking so big and so large. It's not your dreams are too big. I said, honey, if I if I don't dream big, yeah, how, how am I going to stay motivated, babe? Yeah, like yeah. I have to I have to just I just sometimes I set these goals for myself that are just so so crazy. But you know, whatever, man. If I reach half of that goal, I'm still doing great. You know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of uh, Andy Frisella, You know, and yeah. uh, I was listening to something he he uh, said the other day. And uh, he was like, dude, when you set your goals, you know, you want some people set them so that it's just a little bit out of reach, you know, so like you can hit it and you can celebrate. He's like, dude, I set goals that I will never hit. He's like, because if you set it like I hate to use money, but let's just use money. If you set it at 200 K and you get to 195 K, you're like, yeah, man, you know, dude, we almost nailed it. He's like, but if you set it. And that's for, for a year. He's like, if you set it to a million dollars that year and you get to 350K, you're going to be like, oh, man. He's like, but, dude, you made it a lot farther than you would have if you would have set exactly. that goal at 200K. Exactly. So exactly. so for me, the way I do that with large goals, because we do have them, um, I think of it like rungs of a ladder, dude. That It's up there. I know it's there. Actually, or I think of it like the top rafter, that little flag you're supposed to hit on that rope that I couldn't climb. <laughs> so I need to get fit, dude. I need I need to build my arms up, dude. I need to I need yep. to I need to get my legs up. 
And uh, you just got to hit those ladders to get to that next rung of that, you know, or hit, hit those goals, dude. That's a rung of a ladder. Boom, 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 boom. But once you get there, once you get to the top, you know, then you can extend that ladder and go a little bit higher. So yep. you got to at least see them and know that that's your potential. Otherwise, you'll never live up. If you think that's your potential, you'll never live up to it if you don't set that as your goal. But the big goals and the small exactly. goals, that's how we stay on track too, man. So You have to. You have to. And you, have, and you, have to, you also have to understand it's not a perfect world. You're going to go backwards in life. Yeah. You're going to get knocked down. And those are the moments where, like, I, I'm just – like, I, I put in a mentality into my head, like, Don, you're going to get knocked down. And it's not a bad thing. Like, dude – it's a lesson. So life's teaching you something. Yeah. Learn from this and move forward. You know, this is what separates you from the other guys. The other guys yeah. are going to walk away when they get knocked. That's down. how. That's when how you're, you're that, going to move forward. That's how we pay our tuition, man. You know, what I mean, that's something I say a lot, dude. Is that the tuition is, you know, I, I didn't go super far in as far as extra education. I was a sharp son of a gun, but that passion that you talked about, feeling fulfilled, I wanted that. And uh, you pay your tuition by messing something up on a job and having to go back and fix it. Or you pay your tuition by buying a piece of equipment used when you really knew you should have bought it new. And it comes to bite you in the ass. You know what I mean? So it rolled 90% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time, you know, <laughs> until you get balling and rolling and, and, and moving, then maybe it doesn't. But right now, I'm not I'm not right now, we're still buying used equipment, bro. I'm going to buy a piece of used equipment at the end of this month, man. So, you know, it's you just got to kind of do your thing. Those are part of the tuition. And, you know, some of the tuition sucks because it's it's sometimes you got to trust other people and that bites you in the butt, too, man. You know, you you realize, oh, not everybody's as nice as they say they are. But right. you know, that's just that's part of the tuition that we pay and the way we get going. Um, dude, I'm super glad you agreed to be on the podcast, honestly, because it's it's I feel like we're kind of at the same level. We both kind of have the same goals, same family things going on, and the same mentality, and definitely same style. I can tell by your hats we have the same style. For sure. 100%. But, but uh if there is anybody that wants to contact you, Dom, as far as um, local or whatever, have a question, um, what's your contact info, man, so people can can hit you up? So, yeah, so basically you hit me up on my social media platforms. It would be Facebook, Local mm-hmm. Seal Coding, uh-huh. um, Instagram, Local Seal Coding, Inc. Okay. Um, or, of course, if you want to generate an email, hit me up, Local Seal Coding, uh-huh. li at gmail.com. That's, that's, you know, I'm always on my Checking yep. my checking my emails. Dude, for. dude, I use Gmail too for Wisco, yeah. and people are like, yeah. people always are like, "Why are you using Gmail?" And I'm like, "My customers use Gmail." Exactly. You know, my customers use Yahoo. For everybody. Yeah, I want to. I want them to. You know, I, there's some people that you definitely want to be like super professional for, but uh, there's other ones where, dude, my majority of my clients use Gmail, so I'm going to use Gmail. You know, I 100%. want them to be able to relate, so they can yep. hit you up on. Instagram, hit you up on Facebook, shoot an email over, which is probably the best way. I get calls still, best, dude, yeah. but it's hard to get me through calls. I will get back to you no matter what, but that's super hard um, you know, to do. Definitely. I want to know real quick what we can expect from local coming up 2020, man. As far as I don't I don't want you to reveal I don't want you to reveal your hand. Yeah. But I want to nope. I want you just to kind of be like what what can we see? So what are we gonna see? I I could I could promise you this. I'm 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 definitely leveling up for sure. I'm gonna be pushing the limits. Yep. I'll be pushing myself. Cool. I'm going to go out there and 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 get myself into some un, 
uncomfortable places yeah. to see how I handle it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to push the limits. I'm, I'm definitely, I'll tell you this, I'm definitely pushing to go commercial this year. Uh-huh. Um, I have a few things lined up uh-huh. and you know, I hope it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but you just, you're going to just see um, really what it's like to really just work your butt off. <laughs> yeah. Work your butt off and reach for your, reach for the stars yeah. and just grind. Good. And if you, if you want to see what that journey's like, and this is really my first, first, Real year, in you know, I, I quit my job, I quit everything. Yeah, I'm going full ball with this for the first time. So you know, you're gonna see like. So follow along. Going, it's, gonna gonna be, it's, gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be inter it's gonna be entertaining one way or the and, other. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show you all the sunshines and rainbows, man. Yeah. I'm gonna show you really the, the downtimes and the yeah. hard times, and I'm gonna show you everything because. You know, you're going to go through it with me, and and, cool. and that's what that's the one thing I am. I'm real. So well, you know, I'll, I'll, let's, let's do it. Let's do that, and then also let's do a hat trade. I'll send you a hat. You send me a hat, oh, and then and then uh, and then you know I'm not going to say you should wear my hat for good luck, but uh, <laughs> you know if you if you have to do a, a wardrobe change real quick, you can go ahead and throw that on, man. So, yo, dude, I appreciate you being on the on the podcast. I really do. We're going to do this again sometime, but we're going to do it live. I'm going to come see you, and uh, we'll be able to get some. We'll do it after the season to either talk about how how bad you killed it or uh, what stripes yeah, yeah. you had or whatever. Well, we're real. Yeah, let's, we're real. Let's, so let's touch base throughout. Let's touch base quarterly and, and see where we're at together. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna follow along on Instagram. I'm gonna follow along on Instagram for sure. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Cool. So, thank you very excited. much. So we're gonna sign off, everybody. Thank you for listening, Dom. Thanks for being here. Uh, right here on Blacktop Banter Podcast. We want you to seal it, stripe it. Pave it and kill it. Peace. Go.